Aha! What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook, at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at Magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and low lives, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast brought to you by all the things. Three Punk L's, The Elwood, Grasshopper, for all your medicinal recreational cannabis needs. Drop that card, make it clack at 15% back, ghbuds.com. Shit, today, bro. Today, I get to talk to one of the old homies and one of the new homies. Back from two months on the road, making it happen. How do you do it when you're in your late 30s? We about to find out, bro. <laughs> we about to fucking find out. We got Tony Ray Gobo, Hector Roots Lewis, Tribal Seeds, Chula Vista's very own, The Prideful. Mm. I'll be like the garden, bro. I hand selected this this playlist for us today via Spotify. What's up, gentlemen? What's up? Saludito, bienvenido. Welcome to, to your back, new home bro. here in the hood, bro. Good cheers, to be cheers. Back. Good to be Don't home. cheers me with an empty one, though. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You better right, make that kill the poor uh, clack. You good on water over there, Mr. Metker? Yeah, man. Okay, okay, okay. First off, welcome. It's good to have you guys back here in the hood. I've been watching you do your thing on the road via social media, and it looks like a fucking great time. Looks like an amazing time to be on the road. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, no, I just got back from a two-month-long tour. We did have some time off in between, but uh, two months on the road with Soja Dirty Heads, um, Article Sound System on the elevators. You know, it was a great time, and uh, just good to be back home and resting again and... You know, just getting uh, getting reacclimated with being with home life again. You, you know? got the newest hired gun with you, man. Yes, sir. Hector Roots Lewis, welcome to Chula Vista. Welcome back from tour. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, man, give thanks. You don't know. Hector Roots Lewis from Jamaica, we give thanks. You don't know. Um, yeah, the tour was a great experience. I mean, I feel like the experience started from earlier this year when you know Tony Ray and the team would have reached out and definitely is one of those things that you kind of feel an energy towards it but you don't you don't know what it is you don't know what you're gonna expect you know so having gone on the tour now you know really appreciate you know the love from from each and every one you know who came to the shows and Love from from the man them in a, in a tribal seats, you know, towards I and I and the work and yeah, man, it's just one of those eye opener type yeah. of experience. You know, what I mean, coming from where I'm coming from, um, you know, as a lead singer, because I've toured before, but in this role is is a bit different. It's a different view from the position you are on stage, you know. Yeah, Up and front. actually, I want to ask you too about that <laughs> about uh. You know, he he toured with Chronics for a lot of years, and uh, some other artists, and um, touring with bands from Jamaica. How was how was it touring with some bands from Southern California and other parts of the states here? Yeah, I feel like because we share similarities in the appreciation for the culture, it did make it way easier. You know, what I mean, like simple, simple, simple. You know, not to say that. If it was our next band, probably would have shared similarities. I don't know. I only know about 
the experience here and that is what I'm, I feel like make the the synergy between myself and 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 tribal seed work you know what I mean because the man them appreciate the culture and also I think there is like a level of respect from early to which make it also easier to which I think more importantly make it also easy cuz I hear the music and right away I start learning it. Yeah. I could hear yeah the writing and the 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 message and what them trying to deal with. It resonates with me right away. And then, you know, meet Tony Ray the first time. High respect, I love and then meet every man and it's the same thing. So, it was a great experience. I feel like just align it still. It's not like him, him bring me and say work with, you know, and bring a bag of show and we work with all type of band that call him choose tribal seed you know what I mean and it's ironic with the name that I have for buck up in a, 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 some Mexican in a seed so you know everything everything really in the stars all this whole thing um, and know. it was his first time being a front man too walk me through that process like how, how, how is it that you guys chose Hector Rouge Lewis from Jamaica to represent tribal seeds as the front man on this tour how, how did that all go down when what was the the process to like narrowing it down to choose him and all that, man? That just seems like... Yeah, um, I've been a fan of Chronics for a lot of years and I went to some of his shows and seen his performances online and I noticed the percussionist, Hector, and uh, he was the backup singer for Chronics and I just noticed his range and how high he can get and then, you know, when Steve gave us the news that he, he wanted to take the break, I'm like... Hector Roots Lewis has that range, has that tone where he can see, sing Steve's songs, you know. So he was actually my my first my first choice, you know. There it is, man. You nailed the first <clears throat> round draft pick. And then me and Melissa, like my wife, uh, we put on his music and we listened to him. Like, dude, we have to like try to get him, see if it'll work out if we can get this guy. Damn, just like that. He's yeah. like, we have to try to get him. Yeah. And look, and do you fly down there? Do you reach out via social media? How does that work? We just had my, my management hit up his management and uh, went from there. Damn, take it easy, Hollywood. I'm going to have my people call <laughs> your people, <laughs> and then we're going to be people. Good job, man. Yeah. That, hey, I've seen it online. You're a performer. You put it down. You, you, you keep it. It's funny because now you have like two rastecas on stage. Because anytime I went to a Tribal Seed, the last Tribal Seed show we went to uh, at a Belly Up Tavern, the homie rasteca, Louis Castles. That motherfucker just jumping around everywhere, having a blast and wah, doing this thing. And then I started seeing clips of heck doing. I was like, that's like having Our a Juan ball. Solo and a Manny Machado in the lineup now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's just like star studded to be on stage. And then to have you jump from being backup singer and being percussionist to taking the reins and, and leading Tribal Seeds. This is Jewel Vista Gold, man. We, we, we love, respect, and appreciate everything that Tribal Seeds does. And for you to get, you know, the privilege and honor and then just hold it down and they have the privilege of honor and having you in the band that just seems like a match made in heaven yeah man it's a great vibe I mean um, when I see the love from San Diego I realize what I'm a part of you know that's why in life it's good to never go into a thing being too judgeful you know because you really don't know the, the, the great picture of the whole thing and you know, um, like I said, the Almighty lead it in the right way. Him, him, you know, him lead him, him workers and him messengers and the people who I try to deal with a good thing in a life towards some good things. So, you know what I mean? Gem, you know what I mean? Things where have rich heritage and culture and following and the whole thing. So, yeah, man, I mean, like San Diego is like, no, we, we, we are, you know what I mean? 
And like you guys echo a womb, you know. And going back to like Steve, what he sings about in his message, you know, um, he pays a lot of respect to the foundation of this music and the Rasta culture and and the, you know the Bible beliefs and the Bible scriptures and the music and. Um, you know, I'm sure Hector appreciated that. that. That blew me away from the first time we sat down with you and, and, and Rasteca a few months ago, before any of this happened. And you were just kind of delving into the origin of the name, right. the origin uh, of the content of the lyrics. I was like, oh, wow, I, I never connected the dots. Yeah, you know, because you'll listen to the music and you're vibing to the music. You're just having a good time. But then when you really get into it, then you start breaking down. Oh, wow. Oh, that's what he's saying. Oh, that's what that means. You start feeling the meaning behind the music. Right. It just seems like it was a glove for you, man. You put that glove on and it was a perfect fit and you just said, all right, hand me the mic, let's go. That being said, how long did it take you to feel fully comfortable and going on stage and, and singing these songs? Was it like weeks? Was it months? Because how much time did you have from the moment you jumped on to the tour? Well, I don't, we never really have any months, but it took, <laughs> it took, it took a few shows. It took a few shows. It took a... A lot of encouragement from the man them in a tribal seat, you know, because it was one thing to learn the music, but then now to go and represent it was the next thing. So it took all of those things and eventually it worked. Eventually it took some of even my own efforts of believing in myself, you know, so that's what it really took. You know, And I mean? his first show with us was uh, Cali Roots. Okay. And um, it was a big show. We were one of the headliners That's at the festival. festival, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was being live streamed, so you know the added pressure of that. And um, everybody at home watching in Jamaica, everybody at home watching in Chula Vista and San yeah, Diego, yeah, just playing yeah, close yeah. attention. The first show with Hector Roots Lewis, you know, and um, I think you said like your your stomach was in your throat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is a term we just say like you're so nervous that you can't even swallow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, with the rehearsal and just with the love of music too, man, and just myself, where people know me outside of what I know sometimes with them say, yo, when you hit stage, it's a different thing turn on, you know? So all of that came into play. And, and that, that for me is still one of the like special shows out of the whole you time. Too. Like Kelly Roots yeah, is, is awesome, a special man. show, Kite. It showed me that I was able to do it, you know. How was the fan reaction? How has everyone been like embracing you and, and taking you in and Yeah man, the fans great man. I won't lie, you know what I mean? Like every every um every state, every show, you know, especially like I say the San Diego mission, um yeah, mission, but Bayfest. Um, a lot of people was calling to me my, by my name, you know. They knew you already, man. Yeah, you know, so yeah. That was also like eye opening and I say, yo, because as I say, but well, as we were talking earlier, San Diego for me was one of the shows where I was anticipating it, but I was also like well nervous about it, you know, because this is now the core of the people. It's not like a few San Diego people in Colorado and we're playing a show. Nope. This is like this San is all Diego. San Diego people. So that date so, was circled on the calendar, and you were probably my, looking. Yeah, brain, you, you were just looking forward to it. Heck yeah, man! So far, has that been the best show for you? The most exciting show for you to get on stage for and do do your thing? Ah, uh, Cali Roots. That yeah, definitely Mission um, BFS and um, Red Rocks. I was gonna say, watching those Red Rock videos, man. Yeah, just yeah. of the fans that posted it up and just kind of looking online, that looked insane that look nice everybody on stage everybody jumping in unison the crowd throwing their hands up yeah. and you just right there man leading leading that yeah 
I just said that leading, yeah, that is the thing where I remember before going on Red Rocks. That was the next moment where I was very nervous too. That now I'm going to have to lead out this band and this mm-hmm. very um, prestigious venue, you know what I mean? Very, very big, well-known venue. Yeah. And it was a full house. It was. Like full, full, like from I was nervous for you guys. I was like, oh my God, man, that's a lot yeah, of people no. just watching. And, 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 and But that's what you guys live for. That's why you were in a band. That's yeah. why you thrive. That, that's the element that you want to be within. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Because in our spare time, when we never had these opportunities, we, we long to do that. But sometimes it's when you reach there, you find out, say, take a little more, you know. But these are the things we long for, definitely, you know what I mean? I will give thanks. And look at you, in your 30s now. Back on the road, fool. <laughs> Yahweh. Just turned 37, too. A young 37. I'd say 36 and a half. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> How's your, how'd your body hold up this whole time around? Yeah, man, it's the recharge and, uh, you know, the <laughs> endurance and stamina it takes to to sleep on the bus and, and uh, live that life, man. And it's a lot different than it was in my 20s, you know, like a little more tired, takes a little more effort to get things done. But um, it took me a few days to adapt and, you know, like, you know, with anything, you just adapt and live your life. And- Take me through a normal day on tour with Tribal Seeds. From what I reckon, it looks like you do your best to get some solo time. I always see you wherever you're at, like you drop a video of like, oh, look at that lake or oh, look at these trees. Oh, look at this trail. It looks Definitely. like you try to like clear your mind and if, before you hit the stage. What, what time do you guys get up? What time do you guys go to sleep when you're on tour, man? It, it depends, you know, for me, it depends how big I go the night before. Yeah. You know, if I stay up late and play play some tunes up, up front with the guys and, you know, have some beers. And, you know, if I go to sleep late, then I'll, I'm up like at two, you know, the next day, you know. But a lot, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys, they, they wake up early still, even if they're they're up late. Like, they still get up. I don't know how they do it, man. I need Internal my sleep. clocks, man. I, I need my sleep. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm staying in How bed, many hours do you need before, like... Because for me, I need to sleep no more than five hours. After five hours, uh, I feel like my energy level just starts declining. Too much sleep for me works in reverse. I don't get energized. I, I start losing energy after five hours. Man, I don't know if that's a good thing for you. you know? <laughs> but if it's working for you up till now, let man, me tell you how the Titanic ends, call. bro. There might be a wake-up call one let, day. Let, like, let me nope, tell you. Slow down. <laughs> let me tell slow you how down. that Titanic ends. <laughs> the ship's going to go down and it's all going to end. Whatever works for you, obviously, man, it, it's sure. working. Because, yeah, man, you're 37, you're on tour, you're doing your thing. That's yeah. crazy. What do you guys yeah. eat? Do you try to maintain a, a, a nice little diet? Do you guys have, a, a, a like, somebody making you guys food? Or are you guys strictly fast fooding it? No, no, no. Um, well, on this tour, they have catering most most days. So Hell they have yeah. a nice spread of salad and like chicken breasts. And, God, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good setup good, on, on this tour. No so. Lolita's? <laughs> you can't take no Lolitas on the road, huh? No, no. But as soon as I get back, I hit, I hit up uh, my local spot, El Pollo Grill. So. El Pollo Grill? Oh, yeah. LPG, bro. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. What about you being on tour? What do you miss from home the most, Roots? Miss, I mean, the only thing would I miss from Jamaica is the cooking. Yeah? Like the Ital cooking. Vegan. Yeah, no, the vegan. Rasta mm. far, right. Ital cooking, all right. Uh, the vegan. Because it's two different cooking styles. So I would have said I missed that. But I mean, outside of that, there's other things where... Because you see touring, touring, you have to eat good. Like, you probably, if you start out like at a young age, probably in your teenage years, fine, you can get away. But even in your 20s, you have to eat good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just eat well, drink a whole heap of water. I had to drink a lot of water. Some of the places I had never been It was a hot to. tour. 
It looked right. like it was steaming out yeah, there, man. Yeah, so we drink holy power water, a lot of, you know, vitamin, vitamin C supplements and, um, you know, eat eat up your vegetable and if you can get a green juice, you drink it and if you can get a, you know, and just balance because the world get more contaminated than other times now and it keep uh, get more contaminated. So imagine you touring on a bus, the monkey just come out now and next thing soon come out, you know, so. You have to have a good diet, man. So what goes on for two months? Do you guys start working on new projects? You guys working on new material? I know last time we talked, you were you were getting ready to start uh, recording. You know, getting ready to put some of the material you guys have worked on. Two months on the road seems like an ample time and, and a perfect opportunity to bring Roots into the fold and, and, and potentially bring new music with him singing on it. Do yep. we have something like that coming up? It's exactly what we did. Um, we got a new single coming out Friday called Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Featuring Hector Roots Lewis here. And, um, yeah, man. And uh, we tracked it in a hotel room, his <laughs> verse. Where was that? I try to remember. We yeah, stayed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. We I forget what, <laughs> what state and city. Yeah, it's hard to keep track sometimes. It's all a blur probably yeah, after it's a while, hard to keep man. Track. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did it in a hotel room. And then... Um, we got a mix on it, and then Hector was like, I think I want to add a little more to it, you know, a little more uh, the bridge section. We have a bridge section, so he he added some more to the bridge section, did some ad-libs. So we did another day of recording on the bus, on the tour bus, you know, while yeah. while Soldier was playing, you know, we could hear the bass and everything. We're like, is it picking it up? Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, okay, it's not coming through through the headphones. Gives so it that good. soul flavor. Yeah. Gives it that authenticity, man. Yeah, like <laughs> a gangster thing, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Technology. So we just kind of roughed it out in a little back lounge, you know, I was sitting on the floor with my computer and my Apollo Twin interface and he had yeah, the yeah. mic and just doing his thing and That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, just got it done. And that's this Friday. Yeah, this Dust Friday. Dust Dawn available everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. Was this song ever performed on tour or No. 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 All right, so not, not until September, October. September 24th. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. That's like the birth of, of something collaborative between right. both of you. Because right. up until this moment, it's just, you know, going through the motions. Right. But now it's a project that both of you guys have been working on to come out on Friday. I'm excited for that, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Do you mind making... Do you guys make videos anymore? Is that a thing? Is Or is it just live cuts on, on, while you're on stage? We never made a music video because... Yeah, it's Steve, not a thing anymore, Steve huh? has never wanted to do that. You know, it's never been his thing, you know, but... Hopefully we can work something out with this tune. How's the Carnal doing, bro? He's good, He's man. a big supporter even from home, right? Yeah, yeah. He came out to the Bay Fest here in San Diego to support. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, he's talked to uh, to Hector yeah, already. And, yeah, uh, How's that dynamic been? Good, man. Me and Steve, good, man. We talked a couple of times, man. I'm cool, man. Just kind of yeah. giving you positive reinforcement. I can see the kind of guy just getting up there. Hey, man, don't worry. This is you. Handle your business. Do yeah, your man, thing. Bring your energy. That's pure love, I'm sure. Beautiful. That's pure love. Man, Friday, big day. Does till dawn. Does till dawn. <laughs> On a side note, I don't know if a lot of you saw this guy throw out the first pitch at uh, Petco go. Park, man. Here we go. But did you think I was going to let that shit slide? You were all hype, bro. Hey, man, I'm throwing the first pitch. I was like, that's awesome. I said, don't fuck up, dog. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. No, bro, I've been training. And I saw you started. That's where you fucked up. You shouldn't have been throwing, putting videos up of you practicing and training. You had like a, somebody showing you the form. I'm going to throw like this. Bah, bah, bah. You went nah. up there and you threw like a knuckleball, bro. You, you hit the San Diego chicken. He, he, he went on stage and he hit the chicken, bro. He hit him on, on, on a behind home plate. Doc, 
Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now, now hit me with the truth then. Now hit me yeah. with the truth. <laughs> no, that's funny, man, because out of all my practice pitches, that was probably one of my worst throws, man. It's just That's just the way it happens sometimes, man. And uh, I was warming up in the outfield. I don't know if you saw that. I was starting it pretty well in the outfield before. I can't attest to that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I do know no, you did is you left 50 Cent off the hook, bro. 50 no, Cent was the, the reigning champion of the worst fucking first pitch ever. And here comes fucking Mad Drain. Don't worry. It's me. It's, it's Mr. Tribal Seeds. Boom, bro. No There's magic. a little off the plate. <laughs> what did mu- bro, your boy is Musgrove. Musgrove could have told you how to, hey, do this, do that. You didn't even tap into him. He's busy, man. Yeah, bro. I had, his, I had his boy Dave help me out a little bit. Ah, uh, Dave. All yeah, right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he helped me out. Not much day. help, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not much help at all. But a night bed. Okay. How was that experience, bro? Because, I, I mean, yeah, I practiced a couple days leading up, and my shoulder was sore as that, that day, God, you know? So I was throwing in the outfit. Motherfucker wanted to have Tommy John before he did the first pitch. Yeah, you know? no, I was on the IL. I should have been on the IL that day. Fuck. But yeah, so I was throwing out in the outfield and that last practice throw I was like, ooh, ooh, I got a little shh. Like, okay, like I'm gonna stop now. Like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna kick back. <laughs> I gotta save yeah. these bullets for the for the actual pitch. <laughs> yeah. Nah, and man, that is when awesome. It, when it came down to it, yeah, a little off the plate, man. And I was Whoa. like, really? It went that like. We'll go. We'll go with yeah, that story yeah. a little off the plate. Hey, when you get a chance, there, Caesar, make sure you cut up watch that video. That. I want to see it's, the video. It's on my Instagram page. Watch it. It's a little off the plate. Yeah, man. It's a little that, off that, the plate, man. It must have been a blast to be up on the fucking mound. Dog. Your name, your vision, everything. You on the on the big screen, and you're just there, dude, in the zone. Did yeah. you ever want to be like? Is this like a, a bucket list item that you checked off? Yeah, dog, for sure, man. Professional, like. Sports team in my hometown in Petco Park. You know, it's a, it was an honor, dog. Big shout out to Daryl for hooking that up. And the Padres always the showing Darryl. us a lot of love. And uh, yeah, when, when I got up to the mound and I was just kind of waiting to do it, like I asked, you know, the girl that was helping me, like, can I take a video? You know, I just did a 360 on, you know, right there by the mound just to really like remember the moment, you know, and take it in. And, and uh, yeah, man, what an honor. In Chivato, bro. San Diego yeah. Padres really fuck with tribal seeds, man. Oh, you, and then right after I did that, and then here comes Joe coming out to Vampire, you know, like minutes after. So. That was all planned, huh? Because yeah, whose yeah. birthday was it? Whose birthday was it? It was, it was birthday. your birthday. Yeah. And then Musgrove just signed the contract. Yeah. Right? And then you get to throw no, the no, first he, he pitch He was about out. to sign it, yeah. It was like a whole, it was like a whirlwind, bro. That was like San Diego Padres, Tribal Seeds, like together in units. You guys got City Connect jerseys? Yep. Dude, that, that's awesome. That is a great connection to have when you're a Chula Vista native. Yeah, bro. A Chula Vista band. And like I said, I met, I met Musgrove years ago, you know, when he just tra- got traded to the Pirates, you know? We never knew this was going to happen, you know? Just the way things align, man. San Diego boys, I feel like, you know, we're a big city when you look at us from the outside looking in, but in reality, we treat ourselves like a small city. And, yeah. and, and I feel like he's 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 a La Mesa high school guy, right? Al Cajon, yeah, that area, and we're Chula Vista, but he picked up your music. And he said, you know what? I'm rolling with this. I'm going to rock with Vampire as my walk-up song from here until whenever. And he does it and he bangs it. And every time I see him, I'm like, it's awesome to be at Peko watching him pitch, listening to that song come out. Right. You know? And everybody in Chula Vista and everybody in San Diego knows, oh, that's fucking Tony Ray. Oh, that's Steve I the first. That's I all. S- I soak it in every time, man. Every chance I get to see him pitch and then him to walk out to that song, man. I just take it in like, wow. It was awesome. We you, you invited us out to, to drink and hang out with you post-Joe Musgrove game um, a few months ago. Fucking nice guy. 
Yeah, just bro. like just like any other guy that we meet in from San Diego here and nice dudes, man. I mean humble, he's a stand-up humble, humble, humble guy. Like family guy, man. He's all about his Taking family. Taking pictures with everybody, bro, yeah, hugging, dog. doing everything. It was a good time and yeah. that's where music is taking you so far. Right. Where do you want Tribal Seeds to take you long term? What do you guys what, what's up what's up the sleeves? What do we got coming? I mean, we hope to go uh, back on tour internationally in Europe. Internationally, and, yeah, all right, South all America. Right. And um, just make the art and the music that we love and connect to. And, you know, we want to inspire people. You know, we get a lot of messages and a lot of people coming up to us, letting us know how the music has helped them and inspires them. And, you know, just to have that effect and, and to give back too. you know, like right now I'm busy with the album. But after this album is done, man, I really want to spend time, you know, giving back to the community here in South San Diego, maybe link up with you guys. And what you mean, maybe? Uh, <laughs> what do right. you mean, maybe, man? You're right, dog. You're Shit, right, bro. <laughs> for sure. We're it's, over here doing good in the hood. We'd love it if you guys come and join us and do some good in the hood with us. For sure. It's been, I'm telling you, and and, and I'm not, a, I don't preach. Like, I don't, you know, I just know what feels good. And as soon as we, we linked up and we started doing our Emo Brown Foundation and raising money and bringing people in from the community who need that helping hand and being able to be like, pop, here's a check. Like, we can help you. Right. There's not, that feels good, man. And, I, and right, I, man. I know where your heart is. And I just met you, Hector. And I can already read off your vibe and what you're all about. You guys are, you guys are Chula Vista. You know, so we will definitely link up and do some things. Yeah, and we've done some things with some organizations here in San Diego already, you know, giving back and helping organizations give out food and blankets and clothing and um, Ruben's foundation, you know, we've helped. Love thy neighbor. Here. Yeah, yeah. Love thy neighbor. And uh, Spot and Escondido um, lived experiences, helped them out a little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, it's just, it feels good, man. It feels great to do that. Take me through the steps of creating an album. What is a, what do you sit down with? Do you sit down with an empty, an empty palette of, of, all right, I need to nail down at least 10 to 13 tracks. I have this loose ideas coming in. I'm going to give myself one year. Like what kind of pre-planning goes into making an album, especially a long awaited album? Cause you guys have been putting out an album in a minute, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> understatement. <laughs> um, Yeah. My my goal is maybe every three to four years put out a new album, at least 13, 14 songs. And I like to have a variety of tunes. You know, I, we need the roots tunes. We need the kind of uplifting tunes, the feel-good tunes, the lovers tunes. Like, I like to make it eclectic in a variety of styles of music. A well-rounded album. Yeah. For everybody. Yep. And you just write that alone? No, no. We get help, you know, Sometimes I make the music, Steve writes to it. Sometimes he writes a song and either myself and or the band gets involved and they collaborate with him and um, we put together songs that he wrote. Treble Seed seems very family oriented, very familiar but as it relates to all the things involved, man. It was a big deal when your brother took a step back. It was a big deal when you reached out to Hector Roots Lewis. It's been a big deal going on touring, doing everything and then coming back and, and doing the show here, Kelly Roots back in San Diego. It seems very family oriented. Has that always been the case? You guys are from Chula Vista and that's all the experience I have. Everything that we do here in Chula Vista is very family centric, very family forward. Like we'd make our decisions. I run my businesses based on like family decisions you know basically it's like does this work and i'll tap into my mom's brain tap into like my wife's and like what's going on and then is that something how you lead your your project your business your band yeah myself steve and my dad started the business and me and steve make started the music for the band so um you know 
naturally we're gonna work with each other to try to mold and build what we want to put on stage. There's a lot on, of personalities on now on stage. Yeah, and then, how many people you guys got on stage at one time? Nine. That's a lot. Yeah, so That's we got a lot. nine guys on stage now. And um, yeah, these guys have been great, man. And uh, it's been a great vibe, especially with Hector coming through. And um, he definitely took our stage show, the energy to another level, you know? Hell like, yeah. you know, Steve like has that, you know, militant, you know, he's gonna stay in the pocket, play his guitar with the shades on, you know? And I love that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Cause when yeah. I think of Tribal Seeds, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like if there was, if, if Tribal Seeds were like an animated series, I would think it's it's your bro on stage with the shades and like you said, militant, just very rhythmic, going through the motions, and you guys just kind of everybody yeah. wilding out. But now, now, like, I feel like it's wah. now you see Hector up there, yes. and then he's kind of like encouraged and inspired us to kind of join him and do the high knees and the high steps, and you know, and kind of get more. Take it easy, you know, bro. Have fuck it, around and tear your ACL. Yeah, you know, relax. <laughs> so yeah, Hector has definitely took our you know our stage show up a bit for and for the energy and getting the people involved and winning over crowds you know so it's been great to have him on the road and great vibe with us too looking back now hector first tour in the belt wow done first sing single for yourself coming out on friday done what do you look forward to doing next what's the next checked item that you want to do with tribal seeds well the journey i forgot of well the journey will have to show us that I mean, right now, we know we have a few more shows coming up and we're looking forward to doing that because now we actually have a synergy of a vibe, you know, we, we know the song them feel and, you know what I mean, like like I was saying earlier, each of the songs have a real thing about it, you know what I mean, and I just try to capture that in my way, you know what I mean, because that's the only way I can like deal with the music on stage, you know. So um definitely looking forward to the shows and whatever else the journey show me, you know what I mean? These virgin them have a good vision about music, a good vision about just the whole upliftment of the message in their music and yeah man, that's good vibes man. Yeah man. Dust till dawn. Available Friday. Everywhere. What else we got coming, bro? We're working on the album still. Um, I'm over here trying to take the, the, the beer news out your mouth, but you're holding on to that shit tight. When are we doing this collab? When are we doing this three punk ale tribal seeds collab, bro? I'm waiting for you to hit me up about it again, man. We're watch back. this, watch this. We're back. Watch this. <clears throat> hey yo, Tony Ray, <laughs> when you want to do that collab with the beer collab with a, you know, three punk ale is a little bit of tribal seeds. Tomorrow. Damn, take it easy, <laughs> fool. Um, no, we we actually have been making a couple of beers. In the kind of style that you were asking for. Because mm -hmm. a, a few months ago, you and your wife came to the brewery. And I think my wife was there as well, right? And we were all just kind of yeah, hanging out, drinking. Yeah. Bro, I got them twisted, no, Hector. That was a good time. I got, they were like, oh, let me try this. I was like, all right, cool. Let me try that. It's like, boom, I brought them everything. Uh, you kept saying, You're, you know, we're going to finish all of this, right? You know, we're going to finish all of it. I'm like, dude, we haven't even ate today. Like, it was like first thing in the morning. Like, I remember no. you, you were saying, like, oh, I got, we got to go to a birthday party, bro. Gotta, I got to go to like a birthday the party. It's birthday party we had in Hamul. <laughs> so we had to go from Third Avenue okay, to okay, Hamul. You sent me a video later. It's like, we made it. Yeah, but we got the videos too. We didn't drive. <laughs> the video was all in cursive, bro. It was like this. It had like little end light trails going on. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun experience, like sitting down and kind of walking you through the different beers that we offer and you giving me the feedback of what kind of beers you guys want. Yeah. So if that's the kind of beer you still want, then we got you. We, we, know, sure. we know exactly what kind of beer to make. Dope. 
You already gave us a name. I'm not going to leak that name or anything, and we'll keep that shit to yourself. Sure. We just got to work on the label, the artwork, and and boom. Because we, we we finished a couple of, of collabs right now. We just did one with 9-5. We obviously did one with Gondel Pinchi, Mr. Fu's Gone Wild, the little mystery. So right now is the perfect time. Like, we just finished those, and it's like we have a window of opportunity. So say when, bro. We'll do a whole thing. We'll have a whole listening party. You know what? Fuck it. When your album releases. We'll have it all planned for February. We're shooting for February. Nice. Is there an album title yet or not yet? Not yet. How does that happen? It happens like listening to it and kind of going through it. I think we have to have all the album, I mean, uh, the songs kind of, you know, titled and kind of worked out. And then we kind of figure out, like, okay, we're going to call it this, you know, Mm -hmm. just based on the overall vibe of, of the album and the songs. I'm ready, man. Yeah. I'm ready for all this. I'm excited to have you guys in here. I'm excited to learn, learn more about Hector, too, man. Like, what happens when the tour is over? Do you fly back home? Do you hang out at home? Or is this now, like, you kind of, is this home number two, Chula Vista, and you kind of hang out in San Diego for a while and live between both spots? Yeah, well, you see, Anna is a world citizen, so we're just here, you know? Can't be anywhere at any time. That's no, what I mean, so... Did I just become like a big fucking Hector Roots Lewis fan, bro? <laughs> this dude just gives me answers and I'm like drawn in. It's like you have well thought out answers and they're deep, but it's just like quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he decided to stay uh, an extra week after the tour. So he's been here and um, he's worked on some things with AK from Roots Covenant. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah nice. And then um, with Louis, you Louis know, from Kiasito, the band. Yeah, 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 Louis yeah. Rasteca. And yeah. a bridging of mine called Steve McKenney. He's a bass player. He's also a San Diego home native. You know what I mean? Bless up himself every time. So he's been making some yeah. music down here and, you know, he was down to do this podcast. And I appreciate that, man. Yeah, Thank man. you for taking time and then giving us an opportunity to get to know you a little bit more and yeah, man. sharing your story and your talents to everybody. That's awesome. I saw you yeah. brought a guitar over there. I'm not going to say nothing, but if you want to, I mean, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, be here to listen. We'll be I, here to listen. I, I, did, I bring it in case I did. You know, feeling our vibes, but there I guess we can feel it out somewhere. We'll, we'll figure it all out. Right now, yeah, I just man. wanted to say thank you both for cruising in, man. Yeah, man. Tribal Seeds, Chula Vista's finest, Tony Ray, Compita Hector Roots Lewis. Final thoughts? You, you always got something to say, bro. What? What you got? What you no, got in your mind? I was just going to say, congrats on the, the compound, dude. Oh, man, this like, is all man, ours. This is all ours, bro. This is your home, whatever you want. I'll show you even right now in the, in the actual warehouse spot. We're about to throw some events over there. Dope. Whatever you guys need from us, we got you. Dope, whatever man. you need from us, you know, this is your, your home base. You guys have your, your studio where in North County, right? Escondido. That's, what, that's, that's far, bro. Yeah, That's I mean, far, bro. I mean, there's not a studio on every corner, man. So, tell me yeah. about it, bro. We waited <laughs> yeah. one year to find this spot. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess Amazon came in and bought everything five thousand square feet and under. We just, oh, no we shit. just got lucky. We got no lucky. Went, but wow. we're turning this house into a home. It feels, it feels very homely now, you know. Yeah. Especially with dudes like you come in. It's like that's a Chula Vista guy, you know, world traveling musician over there. It just feels awesome to kind of bring those my my components in, into yeah. this space, you know. Yeah, my mom lives up the street. In Does she really? Orange oh, and Hilltop. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's where you said you guys lived on. on, on yeah, this yeah, that's where I moved in when I was seventeen. You know, and like, you still live in Chula Vista. Uh, old tight rats. You ain't never. Well, <laughs> when they use that, whatever. Yeah. But you ain't never leaving, right? That's it. I don't think so, dude. Why? Uh, you know, it's like just, everything. If it ain't in Chula Vista, I don't want it. Right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, just the vibe and familiar with this area, and feel comfortable here, and just love it here. Sounds good, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. The powerful tribal seeds. <laughs> 